I think I lived my life for every single person aside from myself, my whole life. The only thing I would live for me was for, through my fear. Every decision I made for myself was because I was scared of something. I would never run towards something because I really wanted it. I would run away from things because I was scared of it. Hey y'all, thanks so much for listening in today to the Confident Mompreneur podcast, the podcast by real women for real women, where we talk about real life difficulties and triumphs as women, moms, business owners, and more. Thanks so much for being a part of our Confident Tribe. Let's get into it. Oh, hello, sweet babes. Hello. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. How are you, dear? I am so fabulous. It hurts. I'm way too sexy for this day. Well, that's true. You're always too sexy for the day. Can't help it. Can't help it. You're so right. (laughs) I miss you. I miss you, you beautiful thing. You look happy. Yeah, it's been good. I'm enjoying the summertime. So I'm I'm not. <laughs> uh, this is my favorite season, but I get it. It's also hard when you don't have your little ones with you. So Yeah, and energetically, um I've done a lot of um movement around my career mm. the last um few months and I got sick and I ended up having a procedure. Mm-hmm. And I was I, kind of spent the last six seven weeks in the house now I'm still I'm still healing um and it's made me really think about what I want to do and what I want to do to be happy and I'm a realtor and I'll always be a realtor mm-hmm. I um I need to go full-time into my spiritual world I agree you know yeah I agree you're so good at it and Thank you. touch so many people with it so I really appreciate that and I do I receive I receive it if Amanda's listening I receive it but <laughs> Jesus I say that everywhere and I always say if Amanda's listening like she's in my house because she isn't um but I do I obviously I love to read tarot but I do so many other things as well yeah well speaking of that do you want to kind of get us started here by introducing yourself for those people who don't know you and all of the things that you do yeah uh my name is Ginny um aka the sober manifester if you've ever followed me on social media then you'll learn that I manifested my sobriety two years and nearly three months ago um people kind of look at me funny when they hear that but I'm a very spiritual person and after a divorce and nearly losing my house, my car, having biopsies done on some lumps that popped up over my body and thinking I was literally going to die, I thought something had to change. And the only thing I could really think of was to use what I knew innately in my body as a tool to catastrophically change my life overnight. And that's what I did. I woke up on the morning I took my last drink May 16th 2021 I woke up the next morning and I said I'm sober I don't drink anymore and that's something I am not and here's a here are a few things that I am I'm out of debt I'm in love with the love of my life I 
I'm I'm out of state and I made a list and within three months I was every single one of those things yeah yeah that's what I do thank you I teach people how to do that now yep she does all of the things so you didn't mention you're a realtor but what are some of the other things that you do like do you do coaching for people or what does that look like Absolutely. Yep. So my real estate has definitely taken a swing um, as well. I help a lot of people find their dream homes. Um, We manifest their dream homes, but I communicate with spirit. So I use tarot a lot to help my spirit guides communicate with me, what your spirit guides are communicating with them. And I coach, I help entrepreneurs make the right decisions in their business to scale their businesses quickly and quote unquote manifest their dream lives, dream jobs, dream careers, the right choices, the right decisions, more money, the right clients, you name it. Um, There's a million and one life coaches out there. There's a million and one realtors out there, but not everybody can do what I do. And it's really use my gift to help you find the right path to get you where you need to go the quickest without making, you know, minimal mistakes. So I love that so much. And I love that you sell yourself. You're like, you know, there's a million people out there that you could choose, but I'm the one to go to because I've got, you know, something that's different than everybody else out there. 100%. And it took me a long time. It took me a long time to come out as a big old lesbian. (laughs) It took me a, a lot longer to come out as a sober person. I am never ever going to hide who I am truly inside for fear of someone else's opinions because other people's opinions are none of my business at all I think too many of us forget that and we just spend our lives like you know living by others opinions and not for ourselves and not owning ourselves you know 100 percent 100 I I think I lived my life for every single person aside from myself my whole life the only thing I would live for me was for, through my fear every decision I made for myself was because I was scared of something I would never run towards something because I really wanted it I would run towards away from things because I was scared of it mm. I was too tired to run that yeah that's a very interesting way of thinking about that, but I definitely think that that's so true. I'm telling you, I, I have to shut my laptop because everybody wants to text me. Let's just leave it. Um, it is true. And actually, just to sidestep for a second, when you first step into your energy, it's so magnetic. Everybody feels pulled to you and everybody wants to kind of be in that energy. So learning how to create space for yourself is something that I also teach and I work on regularly. Mm -hmm. And the right kind of people are the ones that are attracted to you. Absolutely. Everybody who's has a reason. Yeah, exactly. And um, I mean, so I met Denise through a BU women's retreat, which I've talked about on here a lot before. We love them. We love Melinda. We love all the ladies. We've had quite a few of them on here, but um, the one that we were at was just so magical because all of the right people were pulled into the right place at the right time. (laughs) I 100% believe. (laughs) 
it was the most magical experience I'd ever been a part of. And I, no one can tell me any different that Melinda is a, she's a, the classic witch. She was in her kitchen, putting these little spells together, <laughs> imagining this beautiful concoction of awesomeness. And then we all just kind of woke up and we were there and we were like, fuck, every single person there was connected energetically for some reason. Can I cuss on here? Oh, yes. We cuss all oh. the time. Fuck shit. <laughs> <laughs> yes. um yeah she's magic she's absolute magic and um that woman will never leave my life i'll never let her never nope me either she is wonderful so when you talk about you manifest things you manifested your sobriety you help um clients manifest in their businesses uh to get the right houses that they want all of those things what does manifesting mean to you? Because I feel like a lot of people have different ideas of what that means. Yeah, and most of them are wrong. Sorry, TikTok has ruined manifesting for all of us. Let me explain. The word manifest is literally to find something that is already there, right? On a plane, a manifest is a list of people on that plane. When we're manifesting symptoms, it's manifesting symptoms that are already there from something that's bigger. I'm not trying to help you magic something out of thin air. This isn't a, you know, I'm not sitting there with a magic wand and going bibbity bobbity, what the fuck? I'm asking you to be very specific about the things that your heart desires in these moments. And then from there, I use my intuition to go into your energy and find where your blocks are, where your hidden blocks are. Because those, let's think of those things like building blocks and they're standing in the path of your abundance. This is science. Energy cannot be created nor destroyed, right? We know that we can connect your frequency with the frequency of things that you desire. The only thing that's missing is the pathway is not clear. So I help you pinpoint what needs to be removed and we deal with it and it goes. And then you start receiving everything that you wanted. But I will warn you, everybody that I've worked with, when I first start working with them, they say to me, I want more money. I want to find my soulmate. It's those two things and those two things only. But the more they work with me, their wants change because they realize they can have all the money in the world. It's not going to make a difference. They, With that money, we need to be focusing on what are we going to do with that money that raises our vibrations. It's those high vibratory states that we crave and that make us happy. And we want to spend time in those and be comfortable living in the states where there's no vibration at all. Those are the scariest moments for people those are the scariest moments and it's it's really great to see people change about their wants and needs from money to friendships experiences contentness is that a word it's a word now contentness <laughs> Good anyway <laughs> very emotional there's sometimes there's crying there's a lot of crying actually fair enough well when we're working through those deep difficult things those blocks in our way like it can get emotional so that makes sense <laughs> it's supposed to get emotional the only thing we're supposed to be doing on this human experience during this human experience is is to feel that's why we're here we're here to feel nothing more nothing less and yet so many people run away from that Right. They would rather live life with no feeling at all than feeling hurt or betrayed or, you know, all of those. And we had this discussion at the retreat, all of those quote unquote negative emotions. <laughs> yeah. 
Exactly. I'm just putting my phone on Do Not Disturb because I've got this psychic feeling that someone's going to try and call me. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, negative emotions are detrimental to our physical health. That you, you think it's a coincidence that my kid leaves and all of a sudden I have something very serious going on in an area where my root chakra is? Mm-hmm. Not a fucking coincidence, people. If you're suffering with some kind of autoimmune disease that's been hard to be diagnosed, I guarantee you a lot of that is your energy that you're building up inside your body and you don't know how to release it. That's what we're here for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's crazy how it's all so interconnected. But I did really love the way that you talk about manifesting being something that's already inside of you and just unlocking it rather than having to build something from the ground up. Um, Do you want to share a little bit of your story and how you use manifesting to become sober? Yeah. And it's funny because I actually created a sober program. It's called the response method. And it teaches people that we have to understand the difference between reactions, which are very catastrophic, and responses, which are planned and calm. Being an alcoholic, my body was reacting to sensations inside of me all the time. I would feel a certain way and I would want to stop that reaction and replace it with something that would make me feel normal. Not even different, just normal. So I would have anxiety, which is my body's way of saying, hey, listen, there's something going on that we need to address. And I would say, stop, I haven't got time for this right now. I haven't, and really I'm looking in the mirror and I'm saying, I haven't got time for you right now, life is happening. So then I start drinking and I understand now that when I drink, I feel calmer. So I'm gonna continue to do that and bang, wake up, I'm an alcoholic. When you replace those reactions with responses, you're sitting down very intentionally and you're writing down what you would want your body to do next time you have that feeling of anxiety. But you really have to have those hard conversations with yourself. So you, of course, everyone's going to say, I just want my body to not do that. Well, you can't. You're having a conversation with your body, your physical body and your energy. They're, they're misaligning. So we have to align them. So what would you like to be done? Well, I would like for it to be able to communicate with me better so I know how to address it the right way and get it to stop. That starts the journey of healing yourself. That's what the response method is all about. That's what how I got sober. And you don't work towards sobriety with me when you manifest sobriety. You just declare that you are a sober person, you don't drink, and that's who you are. And then in my program, we're not trying to keep you sober. We're just we are supporting you living a sober life because it's like being reborn again. You've got to learn how to walk, talk, feed yourself, experience things, interact with people. And we set you up. We have you intentionally write responses that you declare your own and you just become them. And we remove the obstacles in your path along the way. Yeah. Wow. That is so cool. I love that you talk about reactions versus responses, because mm-hmm. especially when you're in, you know, a turbulent time in your life or whatever, you're in that fight or flight mode. And so everything is just a reaction to things instead of a response. Everything's a reaction. Fight or flight response, panic, anxiety, whatever you want to call it, our society has seen this become more prevalent over the last 150 years. Um, there is a correlation between the wild, um, the worldly use of more accessible knowledge, so newspapers and things like that, 
the more we realize is going on on this planet, the more it stresses us out. We're like, oh shit. Before all of that, you didn't hear about things happening in the next town. And if you did, it was three weeks later. We, are, we have so much access to so much information it's overwhelming us and our body sees everything as a threat. So it's a lot of people are continuously reacting and they're using another reaction to stop this from happening. So then there's a separate reaction and it's just like a continual diagnosis for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. Let's remove all of it. Let's be comfortable in your body reacting to something that may or may not even be in your consciousness. And we deal with it quickly. And I use my spirit guides and my innate gifts to help pinpoint where it is. Easy. Really is. What does it look like for you when you're using your spiritual gifts, whether that's, you know, in a situation like this, or I know that you do tarot readings, which we had a bunch of us do those during the thing. But what, what does that look like for you? And how did you learn to tap into those gifts for yourself? Um, I've always known I've had it, always been very scared to come out of it because you're very scared of ridicule. When I finally started slipping into my comfortability with it and I started reading people, I'm a joker. I have a really good sense of humor with my spirit guides and you've had one of my readings. I regular, I don't, I don't mince my words. I don't like to give a lot of negative news. I don't think this, when you're, when you've got the gift of insight, it's there to show you how to live an amazing life. I don't understand why these people are like, oh my God, something terrible is going to happen. Be careful of this. Be careful of that. If I feel like it's detrimental to your health or something, I would give you a warning. But if it's to do with something that's completely insignificant and I know you can change it, I'm going to flip it and I'm going to give you guidance on how you can do this situation the right way. And we're not even going to worry about that. We're so used to shock therapy and we've got to bring back the love we're becoming an ai society and we're missing personal touch yeah so when i'm tapping in um when i'm giving a reading and i'm tapping in my spirit guides and i have a really good relationship and we're quite funny with each other so often it's not as if i hear someone literally talking in my ear but i just know i have this innate knowing and i'm sharing energy with the person that i'm reading so my spirit guides and i are just we're just creating we're creating a moment for someone that can be really significant that can bring so much joy and happiness into their life and we know it and we know the domino effect of that beautiful behavior that that's that's what helps me sleep at night is just knowing that I've answered a question that's been bugging someone for so long or I've brought a family together again or whatever it is I've been asked to do well and it's so cool because often I feel like when you're doing that and you feel that like question pulling from the person that you're reading usually they already know the answer they just like either won't admit it (laughs) to themselves or it's buried in there and they just haven't dug deep enough to find it yet you just hit the nail on head 100 percent. it's all about confirmation and then a good tarot reader will walk the path and the journey and give you a sustainable outcome hey if you continue on this path this is what's going to happen you know, how do you feel about that? Well, you want it to change. Okay, well, then spirit advising that you concentrate on this area of your life, then your outcome is going to be different. There are infinite possibilities for outcomes. 
of each and every decision and choice that we make from stepping to the left, stepping to the right. So it's just trusting and having a good relationship with your spirit guides and your inner wisdom so that every decision you make is the right one. Yeah. Love it. So how do we learn to kind of tap into that intuition or into our bodies more or whatever so that we can access that knowledge more quickly instead of feeling like we're always just having to dig through everything else all of the crap to find our answers absolutely first you get a good mentor I know one her name is Dinny she's fantastic <laughs> she is fantastic bunch of um secondly trust your gut we've lost to trust that feeling inside the pit of our stomach the one that we have innately with our children or someone we love that when you think about something happening to them, you feel them. It's like a soccer punch, a soccer, a sucker punch to the stomach. Trust that. Close your eyes. Ask your spirit guides for help. You can ask specific ones for help. So if you're asking for something to do with love, you can close your eyes and say, can the spirit guide who deals with helping me with love, can you step forward? I really need your help right now. Ask the question. And the first thing that comes into your mind, that's the answer. It really is that simple, but a lot of people do need a mentor to help them kind of trust that in the first couple of months. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So what are some of the tools that you use um, with your clients when you're first working with them? I know that um, when you spoke with us, you had basically a little kind of worksheet that we would do um, and some other things there. W- what does that look like for you? Well, firstly, we'll do a discovery call. It's for free. It's 45 minutes. I'll ask a bunch of questions. I'm asking questions that are relevant and irrelevant to your business. I'm asking questions and because I need to know energetically what kind of a person you are. And 45 minutes gives me enough time to kind of get a good connection with you to see if we're a good fit for each other, right? Um, I do not like to work with people who, uh, so, who are quite negative. I need you to have quite a a positive disposition. It's not even about believing. It's about understanding that coming to this level of awareness, you have to be a very positive person. It has to be a a mindset, but also a lifestyle. I'm not asking you to be fucking Mary Poppins 98% of the day. I'm asking for like 30, 45, 50% of the day. But I do want you to have the awareness that words are ones. They mean things. Catastrophic, catastrophic thinking is detrimental to your health. And I want you to be open-minded enough to say, yeah, I don't want to do that anymore. So the discovery call is so important for me. I use tarot when I'm talking to everybody. They're always with me because I'm always asking spirit to be like, hey, when I'm working with this person on our next session, where am I focusing on? And for you, it would come up and say, <laughs> this is actually really funny. Um, spirit is like, I like it when she works with people because when she works on her own, she gets sad. Um, you do better working in groups because you're, oh, okay. This could turn into a full reading, but they have opinions too, right? They have opinions and they say your strength is when you're doing things like this. Mm-hmm. They love it. Very and much. that that's how I communicate with my clients. Yeah. Well, and um, I love that you talked about 
the words that we speak have meaning. And so not, not even just like being happy all the time, but being open and a willingness to change and grow, I think is the super important part. And the words that we speak are so, so important. And you talked about that in our little talk on manifesting is just like speak those words into existence, you know, and but also do the work behind them as well. So I love that you just woke up that morning and you're like, I am a sober person now. And that was it. Like you spoke those words and made it happen. Yeah. And the actionable steps were every time I had to do something different in my life. So if I had to go out for an event for work or a networking event, I would make sure that my body understood and correlated with my mind that I was a sober person so I made plans as such so when I got there and someone asked me if I wanted a drink I'd say no I don't drink but thank you can you get me an orange juice and they'd look at me like you do drink we were just partying this weekend but you were wasted I may have seen a nipple um so they look at you and they're like what and you say yeah I just don't drink anymore and that's it change the subject you're telling your energy and everybody else's energy around not I'm trying to not drink I had done that for 10 years I wasn't trying anything this time I was a sober person and I was going to say that to every single person who whose path I crossed that day so they knew in their energy I'm a sober person even if they didn't believe it even if I didn't believe it it's out there now Mm. and that's what I was I never picked up a drink again ever yeah that is so cool I feel like a lot of us struggle with that and you talked about you had difficulties coming out, you know, not just (laughs) as a lesbian, but also as a sober person too, because once you speak those things, not just to yourself, but to other people, you're reinforcing that. And now you feel like you have to live up to that expectation, which sometimes can be negative, you know, our idea of expectations, but sometimes it can be positive too, because it allows other people to join us in that journey and support us 100 percent. it was harder to come out as a sober person and as a witchy (laughs) psychic power reader than it was to come out as gay you come out as a sober person and here's the thing I don't really say I'm sober a lot out loud in my general circle but I do you know in my work world because I have to I want people to see that and think okay she's she's someone I can talk to if I'm thinking about getting sober but I hate saying that because I just say I don't drink when you say you're sober is such a negative connotation with it people look at you and like they imagine the worst from you and you're a social pariah if you don't drink you're kind of looked down upon and that's a discussion a long discussion for another day and then also coming out as someone who reads tarot and has you know psychic abilities people do look at you like I don't want you near my kids sometimes I'm 40 years old when I start when I decided that I was going to start being very vocal about it because I have a gift right mm-hmm. and it's funny coming out as gay really didn't impact my life as much as those two other things did it's sad to me mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. is so interesting it, it you're right though that like not drinking makes you a social pariah in today's society, especially with the idea of, you know, the wine moms and those types of things. Like that's just an expectation. Now everybody drinks to get through life instead of actually being a part of their life and actually living life. They're just trying to get through it. 
And I'm not dogging AA or anything, but I tried AA for many, many years. And the reason why it didn't work for me is because they make you stand up at the beginning of every session and say, hey, my name is Dini and I'm an alcoholic. You're literally affirming. It's an affirmation every day that you're an alcoholic. I didn't want that. I didn't want that life. I didn't want that wine mum life. I didn't want any of that. I didn't want that. Oh, ha ha, you know, oh, you're hungover. Why are we joking about this shit? The amount of business opportunities that I lost because I was drunk or hungover is insane. I love my life now. I get up at four o'clock every morning. Someone actually asked me yesterday, I was buying fish from them. And they made a comment on, I said, oh no, I've been up since four. And he looked at me and he went, why would you get up at 4 a.m.? I said, are you kidding me? That's my favorite time of the day. 4 a.m. used to mean to me just going to bed or getting up with a hangover. I get to spend 4 a.m. until everyone else in my house gets up alone, sober. There's clarity in my life. I get to read my cards. I get to communicate with spirit. I get to go on TikTok, whatever the fuck I want to do. That's my gift. Sobriety gave me that. And I help a lot of entrepreneurs with their sobriety for this very reason. Can you tell me how a judge is going to go to AA in anywhere? How is he going to sit next to people that he works in close to court with or sentenced to prison? How is he going to, how is a doctor going to operate one day or see his patients one day and the next see them in AA? No. Not, they can't. So a lot of professionals struggle to get sober because there's no options for them to be sober. There's no options for them to stand and say, I don't drink anymore. There's a lot of pressure on those entrepreneurs. So well, I help them. And that pressure of being an entrepreneur typically doesn't help the alcohol problem that we had to begin with. <laughs> oh, think about all our networking events, everything. Mm-hmm. There's free alcohol time. Where's the sober bars? Where's your crafted cocktails that are alcohol free? Where's your non-alcoholic beers? Mm-hmm. We're not accepted. And that's tough. Yeah. It is so awesome, though, that you're able to do that work, especially with, you know, those entrepreneurs and those business people who really don't have those things available. Um, I do love that you talked about the, the AA basically affirming <laughs> exactly <laughs> that they're an alcoholic. Can we talk right. a little bit about affirmations and how we should actually be using them and how to basically structure them in order to help us with our manifesting? Yeah, you're good because you must remember that we talked about this. Um, and I, I talk about, I love that strong, I am brave, I'm an independent woman. I, I love all of these things. But for me, an affirmation should be something that's affirming a position in your life that you've worked really hard to to accomplish so my relationship with my mother um she's a great aunt she's a wonderful friend she was never really something that I needed maternally um so one of my favorite affirmations is um I am the mother I deserved to have and that does two things for me one it affirms how strong I am I became this wonderful mother who made the right choices for her children when I didn't have a mother to copy to emulate mm-hmm. right it affirms that for me so much and it also affirms that I've made the right choices to put the people that are supposed to be in a higher position in my life 
in a place where I feel comfortable. I haven't just been like, okay, she's my mum. I love her. I'm going to allow her to be this certain way with me. No, I didn't. I put my mum in a position in my life where I feel safe. She doesn't like it. I don't talk to her a lot. I call her as much as I would call my aunt. I love her so much, but she doesn't give me what I need. So I affirm myself every day and I remember that. I took control and I feel so much better for it. Mm-hmm. I think that affirmation is so much more powerful than something as simple as, you know, like I am brave because it actually has really resonating truth and meaning in a lot of different ways for you. I love that you also talk about, you know, setting those boundaries with your mom to make sure that you have the relationship that's going to be best for you and your mental health and all of those things. And, you know, the good thing about it is I am showing my kids that love isn't enough and you don't just automatically win a place in my life or in my direct circle of people that I love just because we're related by blood. And I want my children to want me in their lives because I've worked my ass off to be there. And my two eldest children, you know, were probably 17 and no, 18 and 16 when I got sober. Yeah, that sounds right. So I had been a very capable functioning alcoholic, but I missed out on so many opportunities with them because I was drunk or hungover. And thank God, you know, I didn't ever harm them or anything like that. But I recognize that and I work really hard now to make sure that they get everything they need from me emotionally, mentally, everything, everything I can do. And not to make up for the things of my past, because we don't live in the past, right? But just to make sure that their needs are met every day. Do I do it every day? Do I hit 100%? Maybe, probably not. But my intention is that I want to. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm nearly perfect, but I'm not quite there yet. <laughs> Not quite. <laughs> We're all just working on it, right? <laughs> I got this lovely like tire going on, and I love it. It's my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure having surgery and going through all of that doesn't really help. <laughs> Most mentally draining experience of my life: spending so much time in this bed, not even being able to concentrate on work. It really put my life into perspective. And I love real estate, but it was at the forefront of my life. Um, it's a step back now now real estate is just going to happen when the people that I'm working with need me to help them find a house their dream house if there are people listening to this that are like just struggling to find their perfect home that fits for them or to find that last bit of money like I can work with you 100% but that is not going to be something that gives me joy to get up and do anymore that this is mm-hmm. it's so funny how those sometimes small moments in life can just give us a change of perspective and make us you know kind of question where we're at what we're doing and those types of things um I'm going to be speaking at another women's retreat here in September and I'm going to be basically talking about rebirth and that's the whole idea is that we go through so many different rebirths in our lifetimes um and we get to you know, take the pieces of us that we want to and leave the pieces behind that we don't. (laughs) 100% great. A a very good friend of mine, she said to me, and I speak of this quote often, she said, sadness is a place you can visit, but you can't stay. 
And I fucking love that. And I used to live in sadness and in the past permanently. Permanently. I was always trying to put myself in a position of survival. And when people say I'm surviving, it really like hurts my heart because you're surviving because you're literally living in the past. You're living in those experiences every day, trying to find your way out of it. Every morning you get an opportunity to live in the present as soon as you open your eyes. As soon as you start thinking is when you position yourself. It's your thoughts that put you back in the past every day. It's your thoughts that leave you, put you in the future where you're constantly thinking about what you want, what you want. If you just allow your thoughts to fly through and do what they got to do, but keep yourself grounded in the present, your whole life will just change. Not even in a minute, in an hour, in that moment, you will become everything you want to become my mind that is so cool yeah and it's so true but i feel like especially in today's day and age where like you said we're so overwhelmed with information it's always at the tip of our fingers there's always some sort of external stimulation going on whether that's a tv a phone um you know our partners whatever it is there's always something going on that we never actually just sit on our own thoughts and just allow it to be and to see what comes up I always I always talk about like the shower is that place for me where I can just sit and just kind of let everything wash over me and just be in my own thoughts sometimes that's the place where I get my best ideas (laughs) then it's that way for a lot of people and it's no it's actually it's not a coincidence that you're surrounded by the element of water carries our emotions it's just a very like element of it it's supposed to do that it's supposed to inspire you think about it all of your happiest moments or when you feel your calmest is when you're sitting next to running water do you struggle to meditate what was that do you struggle to meditate yes I'm terrible at it but you stick me outside in the middle of a forest or next to a lake or a stream somewhere like I am happy I can like actually think you know so that's why I am outside a lot. <laughs> I always tell people that's my church. <laughs> it's funny because I find a lot of people who really struggle to meditate because they're creative people and they're imaginative. I wonder if you've ever tried guided meditation, but the really like powerful ones that like, if you just go into YouTube and type uh, guided meditation to meet my spirit guides, they walk you through a scenario. So in your head, it's like you're at the movies and you're seeing it. Hmm. I would love to see how you get on with that. It, that's my most pow- powerful meditational moment and all my ideas come to me. Oh, I'll have to try that for sure. Oh, yeah, I see the craziest shit. I get picked up by animals, thrown around. It's the best. <laughs> that sounds great. <laughs> it's like a trip without the drugs. <laughs> it's a 100%. It's a trip. It's a, so funny that you said that. It's a trip. That's so funny. Well, um... As we're starting to wrap things up here, for the busy moms, the busy entrepreneurs, all of those things that are just like really struggling with finding direction in their life in order to create, you know, and manifest that life that they're really dreaming of, what tips, tricks, tools, anything like that do you have for them? Remove the burdens from your life. I'm not saying go send your kids to live with their grandparents. 
saying remove the, your burdens from your life. Your expectations of yourself are based on other people's opinions. Remove that. Set yourself goals of what you want that makes you feel that inside your stomach. Forget everyone else. Pretend they're not even there. That is the number one place to start to make sure that your goals align with your life purpose. I actually help people find their life purpose. It's one of my specialities. And your life purpose isn't to be a mum. Your life purpose isn't to be a wife or a girlfriend. There is a spe specific reason you are on this planet. It, can it be to serve and help? Absolutely it can. You just get the gift of being a mum or a wife alongside you as support while you find what you're supposed to be doing to complete your journey. But you're never going to find it if you are too worried about other people's opinions and how you allow them to make your choices for you. That's it. I think that's powerful and speaks enough in and of itself right there. Thank you. Mm -hmm. It's a long time to figure that shit out. Agreed. And it, it, sounds so simple when you're saying it but it is really not simple when you're actually working through and trying to do it <laughs> nine times out of ten the people who are trying to find themselves spiritually are people that have been through trauma and energetically we really are sensitive to how other people look at us judge us and their opinions um and for sometimes it's for reasons of something that's happened to us that wasn't even our fault someone could have done something so terrible to us and we feel insecure about how other people look at us because of what they've done. Mm -hmm. Those are the moments where we find strength to decide to pick our own goals and to move forward, not in spite of other people, just regardless of, because we are born alone and we die alone. And when we move into the next level for whatever's next, we don't want to have to come back here and redo lessons because we were too scared to do what we wanted instead of what someone else thought was what we should be doing to fit their wants and needs. Mm -hmm. Very much so. It was crazy the changes that came into my life as soon as I kind of released the expectations of other people. And it's like, you know, like you said, it was within a couple months that everything just kind of ended up working out for me you know it's like I'm traveling and seeing all the things that I want to see I'm spending time with the people that I really want to be spending time with I have found the love of my life um you know it just it all works out the way it's supposed to as soon as you release that you got to align that's exactly right you have to align the most powerful knowledge that anyone can collect throughout their life oh it's like playing a video game right and you're just grabbing these little coins along the way it may not feel significant to other people but you know when you've grabbed one of those that's the most powerful knowledge it can be something so small but you know and you knew you knew intrinsically that you had picked up the wrong coin you had to give this one back mm -hmm. it was it wasn't meant to get you to the end and then look, even the short months that we've known each other, I've watched your whole like face change. You smile different. <laughs> yes, I've 
been through a lot, but also like coming out of it now. It's like that perspective shift, you know, that we were talking about. Um, speaking of, so when uh, we were at the retreat, um, Denny did a tarot reading on me. And one of the things was like that I needed to shift more into telling my story and educating people around what happened with my sexual assault. So I don't think I have told you this, but pretty soon after that, I got asked to be the um, speaker for the nonprofit that worked with me um, for the last, gosh, year and a half at their annual fundraiser. I'm going to be the speaker at it and get to share my story with a lot of people that can actually make changes when it comes to those types of things. Um, so Is that the- <laughs> what was that? Is that the one in September? Uh, no. So it's going to be a fundraiser in August. So it's going to be on Sunday, August 27th. Um, it's going to be for Safe Project. Um, we had Amy on, who's now their executive director a while ago. But it's um, brunch and bubbly. It's bottomless mimosas, which I know we're talking about, you know, being sober. But um, no. It's for a great cause, so. Yeah, absolutely. I'm not opposed to drinking. I'm just opposed to it if you're an alcoholic. (laughs) I'm really fair enough. But I just had to share that with you because you said that. And then pretty soon afterwards, I I got asked to do that and was like, you know, uh, questioning whether I was going to do it or not. Um, And then I remembered what you said and I decided to do it. That makes me so happy. I felt your pulse of that and I can see you doing a lot more of it. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's what I was, we don't realize the lives that we change when we open our mouths. So we better make sure that something good comes out of it. <laughs> exactly. We should soundbite that. Let's keep that bit. That was really good. <laughs> that was really good. Forgotten it. So you're going to have to clip it for me and send it to me. Okay. I'll send it to you. <laughs> That'll be on one of those inspirational quotes that goes viral. I love it. Yes, which I try and pull a few little bites out of each one and throw it on TikTok with, you know, some of my pretty videos from my travels and stuff. So Love it. all right, my darling. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being here. I appreciate you. I love you so much. You're one of my favorite people that I've gotten the opportunity to be around. So um, share with us where we can find you, all of the things that you have available. Just yep. promote yourself, please. Absolutely. You can find me on Instagram as the Sober Manifesta or Denora Herschel. It makes me put my full name on there, which we can talk about another day. Um, I'm on TikTok, but my website is called All Thick and Above. I'd love to see everyone in one of my classes. I do have a free manifesting class on there, but probably find me on TikTok. I do lives most evenings. We do a lot of tarot pulling just for fun. I like to give people free readings. Um, but yeah, and Facebook, I guess. you can, And you can find me through you. If you need me, I'm like Nanny McPhee. I'll just appear. <laughs> yes, I'll, I'll make sure to tag her um, in the description below too so that you can find her if you would like. But thank you so much for being here, Denny. 
Thank you. And I do. I love you very much. I adore you. And I'm so proud of you. It's great to watch you grow. And I, I'm really happy that I get to be a part of it. Mm. Well, thank you for being a part of it. Thank you. You have a great day, my darling. I'll speak to you soon. Sounds good. Thanks, dear. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. If you love this episode, please let us know by submitting a review or sharing with the women in your life. We'll see you next time.